Welcome to the Vibrant Mind, Vibrant Life podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help you become the best version of yourself and live a life you truly love. I'll be sharing with you inspiration and practical tips on how you can use your mind to unlock your potential and become the vibrant person you were born to be. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Now I am feeling rather chipper today. After not being very well over the last couple of weeks, I finally feel back to normal, whatever that is. And it feels so good. I mentioned about gratitude last week and how it can be easy to almost not appreciate the things that you have day to day, like a warm bed, a home, a car, the stuff that we just expect. And as I mentioned last week, it's great to expect that stuff because, hey, we all deserve it. We're all worthy of it. And at the same time, appreciating it. And it's sometimes only when those things are taken away that you begin to appreciate how valuable they are. So health in this instance, when I didn't have my health, there was very little that I could do. So when I started to feel well again, oh my gosh, it felt good. Yet day to day, that's something that if I'm honest, hold my hands up, take for granted because it's just there. So it was a great reminder of just how much abundance is around us all day, every day, if we just open our eyes to observe it. And remember, the stuff that you focus on, you get more of. You are going to activate your reticular activating system to notice all of the abundance by focusing on all of the abundance in your life. And I'm not just talking financial abundance here. I mean, abundance of everything, abundance of relationships, health, friendships, food, water, nature, whatever, whatever floats your boat. By focusing on those and noticing them, you are training your brain. You're activating your reticular activating system to show you more of that. That will then become your reality. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Today, we are talking about how to stop waiting before you take action. So for those of you who know me, you will know that I love all things mindset, all things emotion and energy and the world of quantum physics and how we live in an energetic world. And the outside world is literally a reflection of our inner world and We also live in a 3D world, which means that there will be action required. Sitting on your couch, meditating, waiting for a check to fall in your lap doesn't work. Trust me, I have been there. I sat for a very long time waiting for the check to fall out the sky and it never arrived. It was only when I started taking action that those things started making their way into my experience because they're already there. It's just you have to show up. You have to step up first to show the universe, to show your unconscious mind. I mean business. I'm taking my step now. Come and meet me. So let's talk about why people wait. What is it that stops people from taking those leaps? And more importantly, then how can you begin to shift that? How can you start to step into the unknown so that you can begin to create the things that you want in your life? You can begin to shift that internal world. It's funny, actually, I to go slightly off topic for a minute, I went to the opticians last week for the first time in a while. I'm not going to lie. I kind of I was kicking the can down the road thinking, yeah, it's not a priority. I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. I can still see through these glasses. It's OK. Until eventually I went to the opticians 
And it turns out, I didn't know this was a thing, but my eyesight in one of my eyes has actually improved. So I'm glad that I did get that checked because I was wearing a lens that was too strong and wasn't needed, which I I thought was interesting because I kind of took it as a metaphor. I'm not sure that it is, but I'm going to go with it because I believe in the mind-body connection wholeheartedly. So my eyesight is improved. I took it as evidence that I'm now seeing things more clearly. Since coming into alignment with what it is that I really want to do, the path has opened up. I know where it is that I'm headed. And with that, my eyesight has improved. And it may not be relevant at all, but hey, it's my world. I'm going to choose to believe that whether it's true or not. The point of this story, I suppose, is that when you go to the opticians and you have to take your glasses off or your lenses out and read the blurry letters on the wall, many of those letters you can't make out. They're just a complete mishmash. In fact, sometimes a V looks like a W or an O looks like a D. It's not very clear. And then as you put the lens on, you have a whole different perspective. And the thing that you thought was a W is actually a Y. And the O is a C. And you think, ah, this makes like a whole new amalgamation of letters now, which could create a word that didn't exist before. And that's the same with life. When you change your internal reality, it's like putting a new lens on. And suddenly the things that were always there that you had maybe distorted or you couldn't even see because they were too small and blurry. You put that new lens on and suddenly the world is reflecting back at you what was already there. You are a match for it, so you're able then to observe it. And when you observe it, you can play with it. You can take those letters and put them into words and then create a story with them. Add some music and turn this life into a whole symphony, an orchestra of whatever you choose for it to be. And the key to that is to change the lens. And you do that by changing your thoughts, your feelings, your internal motivation, your drivers and how you perceive the world. So let's dive on in then to what I want to talk about this week, which is all about waiting. Hey, hey. So I am interrupting my own podcast to let you know that my book, Activate Your RAS, The Art and Science of Creating Your Reality from the Inside Out, is available to order on Amazon. This book is for you if you know that you are responsible for creating your own world, for creating the results that you get, but you're feeling confused and frustrated by the law of attraction, manifestation, all of those things that we're told we can do, that we're capable of, yet maybe you're getting a bit stuck along the way. In this book, I'll be sharing with you why it is that you see the world in the way that you do, how you create the results that you get, and more importantly, how you can begin to create positive and lasting changes in your life. If you like the sound of that, head to the show notes where you'll find a link to order your copy today. Many, many people will say that they will take action when. They will do the thing that they need to do when. They'll start showing up and behaving differently when. And then you can fill in the blank. And some of the common things that I hear, particularly with coaching clients that I work with and just people in general, is I'll do what I need to do when I know everything that I need to know, when I've gathered the information, when I've got the qualification, when I've practiced X number of times or had X number of people or when I've done my research. And let's face it, 
you are never going to know everything that you need to know because there is always new information. And as you change, the information that you take in will be perceived differently. So it's that never ending cycle. The truth is that you're never going to know everything that you need to know, because until you step forward and start taking action and doing the thing, you won't even know what it is that you don't know until you get there. So how can you plan in such detail for the thing that you've never done? It would be a bit like, imagine you decide that you want to run a marathon. And so you start researching about marathons. You start looking at the the different marathons that are out there, the time that it takes, the footwear that you need, how often you should train. And yes, all of this information is very valid. Yet until you actually go out and start running you probably won't know what questions it is that you even want answered, such as what kind of ground should I run on? You know, some people may prefer to run on grass, some people on a treadmill, some people on the path. I don't know. I've not run a marathon. But until you get out there and start running, you won't even know what it is that you need to know. So rather than putting it off and thinking, I'll do the thing when I know all of the stuff, go and do the thing and then you'll have the questions to ask. Why not go in with a beginner's mindset appreciating that you may have some information, you may have a lot of information, and you're always a student of life, of whatever it is that you're doing. So with that mindset, it's like, of course I'm going to have questions. Of course I'm going to make mistakes because I don't know everything and I never will. So let's get in there with the intention of learning, the intention of discovering what those questions are rather than not wanting to have any questions, rather than wanting to have all of those questions answered in advance. The next thing then is waiting for the right time. Now, I have used this one as an excuse over the years many times and dressed it up in many pretty ways and put a little bow on it and everything by saying, it's not the right time or it wasn't meant to be. The universe decided that it's not meant for me. So therefore, I'm going to wait until the universe shows me a sign that I should be doing it. This can also come in the form of putting things off and almost kicking the can down the road. So there's something you want to do. And rather than just doing it, rather than just taking that first step and showing up and doing it messy and getting it wrong, the tendency can be to wait. So, oh, I'll wait until the children go back to school or until I've finished this project that I'm work on, working on or until I've saved a certain amount of money, when then the time will be right. I liken the time being right to a bit like having a baby. Now, I don't have children, yet I have many friends that do and the time is never right from what they tell me and I can imagine that that is true. There's never going to be a right time to have a baby. You just do it. And then when the baby arrives, you don't know everything. You make it up as you go along. You learn. Yeah, you can read books and there'll be books that contradict each other. So it's like, which one do you listen to? You just work out your best way of doing it at that moment in time, which may change and evolve. You know, second baby comes along. There'll be things that you learn from the first baby that you do totally differently. But it's only by having that first baby and realizing what it is that you need to know that you then adapt for the second one. And the right time to have that baby is never going to happen because you could say, oh, when I've got the house that I want to settle down in or I'm earning X amount of money, I've put so much in the bank, I've done something in my career, I've travelled the world and every done everything that I ever wanted to do, then I'll have a baby. 
Now, the thing with that is that your unconscious mind always seeks more. So no matter where you are now, you will always desire more. So the minute you hit the milestones that you've set out to do the thing that you want to do, new milestones will present themselves. It'll be like a new marker of, oh, actually, well, I know I said when I got this promotion, I'd have a baby, but I really want to get that next job. Then I'll be ready. Then the time will be right. The time being right is often about fear. It's about limiting beliefs. So rather than making wherever you are now the right time, the fear kicks in, the self-doubt kicks in. And so rather than dealing with that, it's easier to put things off and use time as the excuse to not do it now. The next one then, which links very closely, is about the situation being perfect. You know, when all things have to be in place before you do the thing. So I'm just going to organise my desk and tidy out my office and I'm probably going to do the garage while I'm at it and then I'm going to organise all the files on my computer so that when everything's ready, when all the situation is perfect, then I'll start the business. I've got to get my ducks in a row first, then I'll do the thing. Or maybe it's, you know, I'm going to start getting healthy. But before I do that, I've got to go through all the cupboards and look at what food is there. And I've probably got to order some new gym clothes. And then I'm going to do some research on the, the memberships. And this could even include external things like, oh, once the government has made a decision about X, Y or Z, then I'll decide whether to set up the business or not. When my partner has done whatever he needs to do in his life, then I'll decide because we need to wait until that's all settled down first before making any decisions. I used to do this years ago when I was acting and modelling. The thing to do was to keep on top of your profile and your presence is to have an up-to-date showreel or up-to-date photographs to send out to the agencies. Now, when it came to the showreel, I would always put stuff off until I thought the situation was perfect. So it's right, you know, I need to save up the money to get the professional videographer and scriptwriter to write the perfect script so that I can deliver it amazingly. And to do that, what I really need to do is go on a health kick for a week and make sure that my skin is glowing and my hair is good. And so everything falls into alignment and then poof, it all happens. And of course, it never does. So I was just using those external reasons as to why the situation wasn't right. And I had to wait until I had X, Y and Z in place before I could go and do it. And it never happened. I've since come to hear numerous stories of people who just got out of their own way and they created a showreel on their phone, which may not be the most professional, but it's all about the performance, right? And if you can show up and let your energy just come through that screen and show off your talents, then is the person at the other end watching it going to think, well, do you know what? I know that their acting is freaking amazing, but I wasn't so keen on the script or the light was a bit, a bit too dim for my liking. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Well, I don't know if you heard that, but my watch even agreed with that. My my Siri just said, I don't have an answer for that. And that is so true because there is no answer for that because it isn't the answer. And the final one that I want to talk about today is knowing that things are going to work out, that you're going to be successful, that if you decide to do the thing, it is going to happen exactly as you want it to. 
let's face it, you can never guarantee success. You can never guarantee a result. So if you wait before you know that something is going to work, you're never going to do it. Think about it a bit like swimming for the first time. You first off start by holding on to the bars and then maybe you put some armbands on so you can go and step out with a little bit of faith, a little bit of practice, knowing that you've got your safety net. And then maybe you get rid of the armbands and you have a float until eventually that day comes where you just push off the side. You have nothing to support you. You don't know for sure that you're going to be able to swim. The only way to find out and to learn to swim for real is to let go of the side, to put the armbands and the float down and to just go for it, to dive in without the guarantee. And I think that that is a great way of looking at things, is that this isn't about standing on the side of the pool, having never been in it ever before, and just diving in with no armbands, with no float, with nobody around into the deep end. That could cause problems. So this isn't about an all or nothing approach. It's about taking that first step, not knowing whether it's going to work or not. So putting on the armbands and just having the courage to leave the side with a bit of support in place. Then the first time that you leave the side on your own, maybe you do it in the shallow end. Maybe you do it when you've got somebody with you so that if for any reason it doesn't work out, they can support you through it. And here's the key to all of this. There is never any failure. If something doesn't work as expected, if it didn't work out successfully, if it didn't work out in the way that you thought it would or wanted it to, then that is feedback. That's information about what you need to do to adapt and change. Without doing it, you're never going to get that feedback. You're never going to get that information. So therefore, you can never improve. One way that you can guarantee that you will never achieve the things that you want, the life that you desire, is by not taking action. So here it is, right? There will never be any time, any situation, any amount of information that you have, any guarantee that it will work that is better than right now. Right now, no matter how big, no matter how small the step that you decide to make, now is the perfect time to do it. Any fancy form of waiting and putting stuff off is just delaying your life. And I can almost guarantee that when you get to that circumstance that you're waiting for, when you get to that time that you're waiting for, you will find another one. You'll find another reason to kick the can down the road. Waiting creates more waiting. I am super passionate about this, as you can probably tell. So let's turn it around now. We know all of the reasons why this is so important, why waiting doesn't work, and the fancy ways in which we all are guilty of doing this. So let's shift our focus then on how you can begin to take those steps, how you can make yourself ready now to do the things that you want to do. This is something that you may have heard before, yet I want to break it down so it becomes really tangible and something that you can apply immediately in your life. So what is it I'm talking about then? Well, it's acting as if. This isn't quite the same as faking it until you make it. Let me break it down so you can get to grips with how you can apply this. A goal is usually something that we want to have. 
something that we want to accumulate, be it a lifestyle, a job, some money, a relationship. So there are things that we want to have. Now, this is where most people get stuck. They focus on how do I achieve the thing I want to have? And of course, if it's something you don't already have, which let's assume that it is, otherwise you wouldn't want it, you won't necessarily know how to get it. And so instantly the resistance comes up, the fear, the doubt, the conflicts. And so rather than dealing with that, find fancy reasons to put it off. So the key is to reverse engineer this. And you do that by looking at who is it that I need to become? Who is it I need to be so that I can do what I need to do to have the things I want to have? So instead of focusing on the having part, take a step back and look at who is it I need to become? The person who has the things I want, who are they? How do they show up in the world? Are they someone who is confident, someone who is assertive, maybe someone who is calm and serene? Who is the person who has the things that you want to have? What does that person believe about themselves? What is important to that person? What drives them? How do they spend their time? Then when you become that person, you automatically do the things that that person does because it's who you are. For example, if somebody was to say, I am a healthy person. I am someone who takes care of my health, who values exercise and feeling good and getting rest. That's who I am. That person is going to do the things that a healthy person does. That person may well go to yoga, do other forms of exercise, drink lots of water, eat healthy foods, get fresh air, whatever their version of healthy is. So they automatically do those things because it's who they are. And when you do those things, the result is that you have the healthy body, the healthy mind, the healthy life. So rather than focusing on, right, I want to get this healthy body, what is it I need to do? Focus on who do I need to become and just pretend that you are that person until you become that person. So you can have fun with this. It's almost a bit like acting, I suppose, which is the act as if. Every day when you wake up, think about who is the person that you need to become and how do they show up? So when you sit at your desk, if the person that you want to become is focused, they are ambitious, they are tenacious, step into that version of you and think, right, how is this person holding themselves? How are they breathing? How are they showing up in this world? And when you do that, when you take on that mindset and you adopt the physiology of that person, you automatically feel driven to do different things. And I'll say it again, when you do different things, you have a different result. So the things you have in your life follow. This is really important whenever you're doing things for the first time, whenever you're stepping outside your comfort zone, because you're doing something unknown that's uncertain and you don't necessarily know how to do it. So instead of getting stuck in the detail of that, 
Just think about the person who knows how to achieve the goal. Who are they? Think about how certain they are that things are going to work out. Because if you knew that a goal was going to work out, that you're going to achieve everything that you desire, would you really care how it happens? So forget about how. It's irrelevant. The thing is that you show up for a person who is a match for the end result. The person lying in bed till midday, then waking up, eating chips and chocolate, drinking fizzy pop and watching Netflix all day long is not going to be the person that has the football contract land in their lap. It's not a match. Whereas if that same person was to get out of bed, to change their diet, to become the person who plays football. I don't know why I'm using football. I don't even watch it. But you get the gist. If they stepped up and became that person they would start doing the things that the person who gets the football contract does. If you keep doing that, the outcome becomes possible. In fact, it takes it from being possible to being probable. So to summarise all of that, if there are things that you want to have in life, think about who it is that you need to become and focus on that. Put all of your energy into being the person that you need to be so that you do the things that you need to do and then the having follows. And knowing that right now is the best time ever to get started. There is never going to be a better time than right now. So you may as well just go and do it and accept that you're going to get it wrong. It's part of life. And that's okay because at least you're in the game. Watching the game from the sidelines and attempting to work out all the different moves that could be made. All the different positions people could go into. Where you need to place yourself. What the right next move is. It's not playing the game. It's observing the life that you could have. Now, I really want to help you to take those leaps, to start turning this idea that you can create your world, that you can change things if you want to. You can improve your life and turn it into something that you are living, that you are breathing, that you are taking action towards every day. So with that in mind, I am holding a free 90-minute masterclass on Wednesday the 12th of April, where I'll be sharing with you how you can create your reality from the inside out. This is all about learning how to use the power of your mind to change your thoughts. You've probably heard a million times that if you change your thinking, you change your life. Well, I'm all about helping you to do that, to change your thinking so your inner world changes And therefore, the outer world reflects that right back at you. So if you are someone who loves this whole world of manifestation, the law of attraction, but you feel so frustrated about how to make it work, or at least how to make it work consistently, or maybe you find that you just have the same blocks coming up time and time again, maybe it's that self-sabotage cycle that you get stuck in, or you keep hitting some invisible ceiling and getting stuck in how to achieve what you want, then please come and join me on this masterclass. I'm going to be sharing with you how your perception of reality is actually created, how thoughts become things, what to do when you get stuck in that house. So we'll be going into that again. We'll also be looking at beliefs that keep people stuck and how you can begin to break them. And I'll also be doing a process to help you to remove a limiting belief that has been stopping you from achieving what you want. So if you like the sound of that, head to the link in the show notes. You can also drop me a DM, head over to Instagram. My handle is I am Sean Hill and drop me a message. 
Let me know what frustrations and struggles you've been coming up against when it comes to creating the life that you want. Now, if you can't make it live, still register for the event because I'll be sending out a replay afterwards. And on that note, I'm going to bid you farewell. So have an amazing week and I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'll see you there.